A Brief History of Music, The K-Pop Explosion and K-Pop's Impact on the World. We've all been exposed to K-Pop these days. Whether you're an American Twitter user, or you see K-Pop often drowning out trending controversial hashtags, or living in China or Japan feeling the Korean wave, or even living in North Korea, where up to 70% of North Koreans are exposed to K-pop by listening to recordings on flash drives, according to some estimates and reports. Even Kim Jong-un of North Korea hosted a history-shattering K-pop concert featuring hit K-pop group Red Velvet and over 100 other groups in March and April of 2018, just before the peace summit between the two Koreas later that year. The impact of K-pop on global diplomacy cannot be overstated. As one example, the South Koreans for some time regularly blasted K-pop across the demilitarized zone, also known as the DMZ, separating North and South Korea, exposing North Koreans within 5 to 10 miles of the border to Western culture, ideals, and what life might be like outside of the Hermit Kingdom. K-pop is much more than music as it serves as soft power for spreading ideals cherished by Americans, South Koreans, and others living in the Western world like freedom of expression, fundamental human rights, and the value of human life, including the American ideal of the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, laid out in the Declaration of Independence on July 4, 1776. The Billboard charts agree with K-pop now having its own dedicated category. Today we're going to cover seven key aspects of K-pop. Number one, the Korean wave, or Hallyu. Number two, the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Number three, the 2018 K-pop peace concert in Pyongyang, North Korea, also known as Spring is Coming. K-pop industry. Number five, the K-pop explosion. Number six, K-pop and mental health awareness. And finally, number seven, karma. The Korean wave, or Hallyu. The K-pop revolution and the Korean wave it produced started with a group known as HOT, an acronym for the High Five of Teenagers, in 1996. The music category blew up in 2012 with Psy's single, Gangnam Style, which nearly caused planet Earth to stop spinning and likely is responsible for the explosion of the stars and galaxies of the universe beginning in 2012. Speak to any astrophysicist and she or he may agree that the universe is still growing and expanding, likely in large part thanks to Psy. K-pop now pervades Western media and blends its own unique style of Western music with what Americans are accustomed to, pop and reggae, hip-hop, R&B, and electronic, along with a uniquely Korean version of the boy band. Remember the original boy bands of the United States? Who could forget these five? Number one, the Jackson Five, perhaps the original boy band from the 1960s and 1970s. Number two, the Backstreet Boys with Justin Timberlake from the 1990s. Number three, 
98 Degrees with Nick Lachey, the former husband of Jessica Simpson. Number four, InSync, who performed with Aerosmith, Elton John, and even performed at the World Series, the Super Bowl, and the Olympics. And number five, finally, the Jonas Brothers of late, who helped put boy bands back on the map after opening for Miley Cyrus and making a cameo appearance in Hannah Montana in 2007. They talk openly about K-pop's influence on their own music. I've included a sampling of some of the best of these boy bands from the 90s on the GoCheesy.com website for fun. K-pop in some aspects builds on the American boy band concept from the United States, with a key difference being that K-pop features many women in their bands, including many female-only bands like number one, Girls' Generation, one of South Korea's most popular female-only groups. Number two, Twice, featuring nine members coming not just from South Korea, but also from Japan and Taiwan, further accelerating their global and Pan-Asian influence of Twice and K-pop collectively. Number three, Blackpink, a group known for flawless English featuring three Koreans and one star from Thailand. Number four, Red Velvet, a five-member group who took off nearly as soon as they dropped their first album in 2014. Number five, Wonder Girls, a four-member all-female group who even toured with the Jonas Brothers who took off with their English hit, Nobody. And number six, Tiara, a six-person group who took off after training for three years to perfect a single track called Roly Poly. The 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. The 2018 Winter Olympics and 2018 Winter Paralympics took place in Pyeongchang, South Korea from February 9th through the 25th in 2018. This was only the second time South Korea had hosted an Olympics, the first being the 1988 Summer Games in Seoul could not have come at a better time for improving the relations between the two Korean neighbors. During the opening ceremony, the athletes from both North and South Korea marched in together under a single Korean unification flag. Notably, this flag has only appeared a few times in history, with the two most recent events being at the 1991 World Table Tennis Championships and at the 2006 Winter Olympics in Turin, Piedmont, Italy. The 2018 Winter Olympics also featured a women's ice hockey team, including players from both sides of the demilitarized zone. You can find a short video clip of North and South Korean athletes marching into the 2018 Winter Olympics together on the website GoCheesy.com in the entertainment section. Following the diplomatic progress from the 2018 Winter Olympics, K-pop stars leveraged their star power and global influence, which I'll call soft power, to put on a magnificent show in Pyongyang, North Korea, and make world history from March 31st through April 3rd in North Korea with the Spring is Coming Peace Festival. As part of a multiple-day event in March and April of 2018, 190 of the top K-pop stars played in front of the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un 
and an audience including many of his top lieutenants and senior officials right in the heart of the North Korean capital of Pyongyang. This event came just a few weeks before the April 27, 2018 Inter-Korean Peace Summit between Kim Jong-un and the President of South Korea, Moon Jae-in. Lasting peace does not come overnight, and regardless of the immediate effect and the thawing of relations between the two Koreas, it is certainly a step in the right direction. K-pop could quite literally help lead to world peace, or at least peace on the Korean peninsula, someday. The K-pop industry The pace of change in output coming from the Korean peninsula leaves American boy bands in the dust, no offense Justin Timberlake, who's more of a movie star anyways than part of a boy band. There are mega entertainment companies that focus, coordinate, and detail every step and beat of a K-pop song, ranging from an army of choreographers, legions of hairstylists, and countless numbers of managers and producers. As a reminder, the YouTube video from Tiara for Roly Poly took three years to produce. There are even Netflix shows now featuring Korean drama thanks to the meteoric rise of K-pop, with some of the top streaming dramas as of this podcast recording in 2021 being number one, Something in the Rain, number two, Romance is a Bonus Book, number three, She Was Pretty, and number four, Fight for My Way, which even features retired MMA fighters. Watch out, world. K-pop stars are dangerous as well. The K-pop Explosion It's hard to forget the moment when the world seemed to stop spinning when Psy dropped his Gangnam-style hit single back in 2012. As of this podcast recording, his Gangnam Style video has nearly 4 billion K-pop streaming views on YouTube. In fact, this video was the first YouTube clip to ever reach 1 billion views, a world record set by Psy on December 21st, 2012, the same year it was released. If you're one of the 3 billion people on planet Earth who has not seen this video, you must drop everything you're doing and watch it immediately. If you have seen it fewer than five times, similar advice. Drop everything now and watch it again. Some of the best K-pop bands today who regularly feature now at the top of the famed Billboard charts include Number 1, BTS, which stands for Bantan Soyeondan. It's also one of the most popular K-pop groups in the world. Number two, Icon, another seven-member band that took off with their 2018 hit, Love Scenario. Number three, Seventeen, the largest group, which has 13 members and originally planned to have 17, but suppose they realize that 13 is a good crowd and might not realize how unlucky the number 13 is. However, here's a couple fun facts. Fun fact number one, at least 10% of Americans seem to be legitimately fearful of the number 13, which really originated simply as a clerical error in the Code of Hammurabi, which left off the 13th law by mistake. Fun fact number two. In 
Korea, the unlucky number is actually the number four due to how it sounds. Some of the best K-pop bands today also include Twice and Red Velvet, who again attended the Peace Concert in Pyongyang in 2018. I've included some of their YouTube best hits on the GoCheesy.com website in the entertainment section. K-pop and mental health awareness. Building on the promotion of Western ideals, the K-pop industry and many of its top stars have been highlighting the importance of mental health. In fact, the importance of mental health has become a key principle for many K-pop stars, who regularly bring up its importance through their songs, interviews, and the life on display, Hollywood-style omnipresence, and the lives of so many people around the world. For instance, in April 2018, some of the most famous Korean pop stars hosted a free-of-charge concert to raise awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. This revolutionary concert featured Lee Dong-woo, who battled depression after going blind following a rare illness called retinitis pigmentosa. Your podcaster has a similar rare autoimmune illness called serpiginous choroiditis, which has led to my partial blindness. As you might imagine, these sorts of heart-melting stories can raise awareness and boost morale for people struggling with mental health issues, depression, and various illnesses and diseases that inflict so many of us. At the time of this podcast recording, the New York Times is releasing a documentary on Britney Spears' well-publicized mental health journey. According to Johns Hopkins Medicine, an estimated 26% of Americans aged 18 and older, or 1 in 4 adults, suffer from a diagnosable mental disorder in a given year. Extrapolating these American statistics to the rest of the world, this figure could be over a quarter of all adults on the planet. It's about time the world woke up to such an important medical issue, particularly in a COVID and post-COVID era where many people are still fearful of going into large places and oftentimes spend countless hours, days, weeks, and months home alone. Not the funny movie Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. Alone, alone. Speaking of mental health, it affects so many of us including the highly publicized and tragic life story of Macaulay Culkin himself, the child star from Home Alone. Hopefully the child star fame of many of these K-pop stars does not destroy them as it has destroyed so many child stars in America. And finally, karma. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please help spread the word on the value of K-pop to the world including its notable contributions to helping promote peace on the Korean Peninsula, the spreading of Western values like freedom of expression and fundamental human rights, increasing awareness for the importance of mental health, and last but not least, for keeping us thoroughly entertained at work, at home, at friends' houses, and at the gym. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Don't forget to share this podcast episode. Take care.